0: Welcome to Never Too Serious with Scott and Dave. I'm Scott and I'm Dave. Uh Dave, I think we're on 29 now. That's uh exciting. Oh, wow. That yeah. is
1: fantastic. I love hearing that.
0: Yeah, I was talking to uh my uh, uncle Mark. He he dropped by and and uh said hello and and he was he likes to listen to the podcast and so I was like, "Yeah, we're uh, we're recording episode 29 tonight." And he was like he couldn't believe it. He was so he was so excited. Man, it's so. too
1: bad he couldn't stop by. I
0: know. Uh, well, I told him, you know, I'm going to have him Come out and join us in the in the studio, and uh, yep, and then uh, hopefully we can get them to participate. I think that, that guy's would be got great. some stories to tell.
1: I think I, th- not even for a few minutes. I think we should just have have uh, some some hallies on.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It'd be fun. Good people.
0: Those guys, they got they got some stories to tell. They sure do. So on the agenda today t- tonight is um I guess it's kind of tonight. I mean, it is tonight. Yeah, for us it's oh, tonight. Man. Normally we do this in a <clears throat> different hour, but uh schedules are. Uh, weird. So we're doing it at nighttime. Yeah. Um, so uh, so on the on the agenda is some conspiracies. We were talking about maybe doing some new stuff, and I ran into a Popular Mechanics article, and it talked about uh, thirty conspiracy theories that people still believe. And I thought that's a kind of an interesting thing. I
1: know you like conspiracies. I know. I'm just curious how many of those I actually. You know, when I say <laughs> I believe, you know, I just mean that there's, you know. It just weighs or I want to believe it, you know some things I think are far out there, but I still want to believe you know one way or another mm-hmm. depending on this subject but yeah i'm really interested in, in well, what you had found out
0: i there so there's thirty of them, and you know we may not go through all thirty, but there's a few that i 'd like to spend a little bit more time on yeah. because they fascinate me and they've been they fascinated me in the past, so i 've done a little bit more uh, research and it just before uh, the show tonight i uh was looking at one of them a little bit closer, and so maybe we'll we'll touch on that one a, a little bit later great uh the f- the first one in this in this article was the uh the moon landing being fake oh yeah I mean, you you know a little bit more about oh this. yeah, that's
1: a fun one, yeah,
0: yeah, so th- folks are just saying that uh, the first moon landing was faked with uh Buzz Aldrin and uh, Neil Armstrong, and they talk about different reasons why they think it's fake
1: well, that was a topic this was a few years back, but I I just thought, you know, I think my wife might have been out of town and I do this every once in a while and I go, you know what? Convince me. So I try to find all the stuff that I could find and man, there's some good stuff. Mm -hmm. And you know, the, the, where they do some of the, um, you know, now mind you, I'm talking about in the past, wait, even that one all the way to today, you know, there's a lot of, fake and and why does nasa lie to us mm, stuff. yeah and uh but it was very interesting to see their take on it and you know and i know that that you know all governments have done some shady stuff so i'm like uh, you know i can't really put it past them mm-hmm. it could happen but you know i still believe that we went to the moon you know there's a lot of I mean, there's just so many fun things to talk about, you know, with it. But what would you come well, up with? Anything specific?
0: Well, I mean, the, the article, it just really briefly goes over these different things. So I'll, I'll read real quick. It says, uh, the flag moving in the wind, no stars in the skies whatsoever, the mis- misaligned shadows. These have all been pointed out uh, and made into a conspiracy theory. And uh, I, so I, you know, I've watched a few different shows on it. And there's actually a lot of podcasts out there that goes up, that go over the details of, yeah. of some of these. And yeah, I agree. Some of them are pretty compelling. They bring what they would consider evidence to the table and they speak about it in in a way that makes logical sense. Sure. Um I I also in some of those cases I go, well, it it sounds logical, but if you know enough about certain aspects, then their logic is a little flawed yeah. because their understanding of, of things like in particular, this thing, the, uh, uh, the wind blowing the flag and you can see it in the video. You can see that the, the flag is moving. And so the conspiracy theory is that, well, if there's, if there's no atmosphere, there's no wind, how in the world does that flag, you know, flutter and just talking, you know, with, with, not me talking to people, but the folks that stand up and say, hey, no, no, that can actually happen uh, because there's no, there's hardly any gravity, there's no atmosphere, and so when there's a movement uh, that starts off, it will just keep moving. Uh, there is some, you know, the flag is a material, and so there might be... Uh, once you know the energy moves Run. one direction, it'll get. It's not like a sheet of plywood
1: that was you know yeah. rigid.
0: The energy just keeps kind of moving. It takes a lot longer <laughs> to dissipate, unlike like gravity on on Earth. You know there are forces at play that are stronger, and it will dampen uh, these these movements. And on the moon, a flag is gonna once you bump it, it's gonna keep moving around for a while but, until you yeah, force I've it to se- stop. Yeah, I've seen
1: people. But it's a, you know, it's a good one, but there's even better ones out there. You know, you see the, there's ones out there that show people on the set, you know, that you, you could see the whole space in, and all the ships and then you see somebody in the background moving and you're like, oh, mm-hmm. this is a... Like it problem. is staged. You know, but, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I believe we, we went there, you know.
0: Yeah, I think so too. Uh, as I was reading a little bit more about it, I watched the show that talked about some of these conspiracy theories and... And so the, the, the moon landing that they're talking about is Apollo 11, and it was uh, 1969. And at the time we were in this Cold War. President Kennedy was, was uh, trying to get the United States to be the first pe- per, you know first country in, in space, and then onto the moon. And Russia beat us into space. They set uh, Sputnik, that um, little satellite deal, yep. into space. Um, uh, what was his name? Uh, Yuri something or rather Russian dude that first man in yep. space. And, uh, and so there was like this big race. And it, I mean, it's funny cause we were talking about like MK ultra and some of these other, other things that, um, uh, from other po- podcasts, uh, we were, this cold war was re- us just challenging or being challenged by Russia to be better and do more. And then we were never at war, but they kept pushing us. Right. And this is one of those time
1: frames and, and one of those think missions. of missions how fast and how advanced they got just because of that constant. Sure. You know, and and I think that's I think that's how it should be. That if we had those you know have it's like the Olympics of all the you know of all the countries
0: mm-hmm.
1: and have something in common that we're all I don't want to say shooting for. Um, yeah, but we're competing striving against, for, yeah. and, and keep our minds on something that we're all going for instead of at each other's throats all the time. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah,
0: I I, I agree. It, but there was such a drive to be the first, and yeah. and part of that drive, we ended up having a lot of mistakes. I mean, Russia had a lot of mistakes too, but they they're kind of like kind of like China where they don't really announce that they've made mistakes. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So
1: whatever you know, times that by 5 at least. Right,
0: right. So uh, <coughs> so we have uh you know, the United States really pushing we are a little bit more transparent in some of the failures. It's a, a bit more uh publicized the some of the astronauts got burned alive in uh one of the They um,
1: did not. <laughs> I don't
0: know. When I heard the recording of their screams, that sounded Which one is that? horrible. Um I think it was like Apollo oh. one or two or something. I can't remember which one that they, it was one of the earliest ones. They were they were testing out this the uh the capsule and the capsule is a very oxygen rich environment and they think that some of the wiring May have sparked a fire, and in an oxygen-rich environment.
1: Oh. Well, they probably had a lot to learn about static electricity back in those days, too. Yeah. Well, this it may not have been grounded, right? You well, know, you were oh, talking about,
0: you know, how many times did, you know, were they trying to create a, a light bulb, and they figured mm. out, you know, ten thousand ways not to do it. Well, space race is one of those things. You figured out a lot of ways not Especially to do something. Especially when you're
1: pushing it fast, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. I, I just heard it was just ironic. Yesterday I heard, and I didn't get to read, read into it, but they were saying that the people on the Challenger, and I don't even know why you're even looking into it, because it mm. just makes it sound worse. But the people on the Challenger were likely survived the explosion hmm. and died like like sometime after the explosion, which is worse. <laughs> well, you know yeah. the the terror from everything. You know if you know I always thought well at least it was quick. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, if it wasn't oh my gosh Yeah, I haven't, seen,
0: I haven't seen that there's a special on on the Challenger on Netflix and, and,
1: and I'm going to take a hard left here since you're talking conspiracy since I brought up Challenger mm-hmm. there is a conspiracy and it's a decent one and I wanted to this is one like if I ever had like I don't know if I was laid off and I knew I was going to, had nothing to do for a year <laughs> I would go look into this but in the Challenger they went and said that another conspiracy it didn't happen these people weren't even on it, or something like that. Mm. So they they showed that the teacher they showed like four or five of the people. I'm gonna ex- I, I, maybe four. I'll just say somewhere around uh, several of the people that were on there. They showed that they're off doing things right now. That they're alive and hmm. and they had pictures of them. I'm like, ooh, that. Does yeah. what Boy, is, but it'd so, be
0: cool if that was true. Boy, it, it, I remember it, it seeing would be it cool because the
1: they're alive, but. It, it, what was it in 85 or something? I can't even remember. It was, I remember.
0: Yeah, I think it was in Hood 85 U. or
1: 86. Yeah. yeah we, we watched school.
0: it. We watched it live yeah. Happened. I remember that. It was uh, a big deal.
1: Yeah. <sighs> yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's one of the reasons why I, I don't really want to watch the, the special because I, I, I mean, I still have memories of it happening and seeing it happen on TV and, mm-hmm. and then the, you know, the fallout of it, you know, it was just such a sad, sad story. The,
1: did it happen? I mean, I remember the. <clears throat> well, I was in know, shock. The, the, right? There's like, I don't. It might have been like only ten seconds, but it felt like I don't know, ten, fifteen minutes of. Mm-hmm. No, that didn't. That didn't happen. That did not happen. That that can't happen. That we we did not just. We didn't see that, right? You know, it was we're not supposed to see stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cause so much of our TV was so filtered and then we saw something like that happen live. It's, right. It's crazy. Yep. Um, so the the last little bits here about the faked moon landing, there's a guy, um, his name was, uh, uh Bart Sabrel. He's the author of a, of a book called the funny thing happened uh, on the way to the moon. And he's on this little special and he's, of course, he's a, he's the guy who really made it very public that he thought that it was faked and got really up into the faces of some of the astronauts and some of the folks that worked on that, that mission.
1: Oh, I mean, like, like literally, up, like literally, because I've, in I've their seen face. some things where a gentleman would go up and, and call them straight up and.
0: Yeah, this that's the guy. Public. Mm-hmm. It, mm. It's the guy that I'm, that I'm talking about, and 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 I saw the video of him going up to Buzz Aldrin, right? And, I had and, to. and Buzz Buzz punches him in the face,
1: would, <laughs> clocked him a good one too, and he, he was an old guy at Heck the time. Yeah, that's that's Buzz. Mm-hmm. There you go.
0: Yeah, yeah. He called him a, he called him a, a a coward and a liar and. B- buzz is not take that like, lightly <laughs> like buzz would
1: have one second in jail to process yeah. anything well, but a national hero <laughs> it's one of those things everybody turn your backs buzz have your way yeah you know yeah,
0: mm-hmm. yeah but so but funny just to see for it. fun though
1: <laughs> but what if just for fun what if he was right because mm-hmm. i mean you know
0: but that kind of leads you down a, a path of a lot of what ifs then.
1: well sure if you have and that, that's another problem is is I don't know what you want to call the problem, but if you can have fun with conspiracies, that's mm-hmm. one thing. But if it over, you know, takes over, you, you, that's not good. But, mm-hmm. but when you have a, a cons- conspiracy, you know, like this, before, you know, you can't even really, you know, finalize it. You know, you, you can look into it, but likely you're going to look into it halfway, and then it'll take you off to another shoot. But and you never really even follow anything. But next thing you know, you're you have your mind all wrapped up in it, but you never even had a conclusion to any of.
0: That's what I hate the most. Topics. yeah. I hate not having a conclusion. Yeah. And sometimes these conspiracy shows, they get you all hopped up on question, and then at the end you think you're going to get some sort of, like, real truth, but it just leaves you with wondering.
1: Right. I hate it's that. The same, I know. <laughs> a lot of these end up this, no more, um, no, you don't come out more knowledgeable than you started.
0: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so there's a, another one that that came up which is a hits a little bit closer to home which is Bigfoot
1: oh yeah
0: yeah were you ever fascinated by the stories of Bigfoot when you were uh, when you were younger I mean you grew up in the northwest
1: yeah it's funny you would think I would be I, I no not too fascinated I I would I would enjoy it I know that there's like a Bigfoot you know memorial or not memorial but like <laughs>
0: museum museum that's
1: right down the road you know and i haven't even been to it before (laughs) you know but i i one of these days i want to go well let me know and i'll go with you maybe we should go do that and we'll talk about it yeah (laughs) yeah because it's it's fascinating
0: so much of the the like the real uh like the original video of of bigfoot walking was from the northwest right and uh i think it was a couple of brothers and and eventually they came out and had said how they you know made the tracks and showed you know footprint you know like wood carving footprints, and you know did some other things and uh, and eventually they said that they had made it up, but then there's there's all these people who then don't believe that they made it up
1: because they don't want to because they don't want to right
0: and then of course, all the other sightings around uh, I was listening to a podcast actually about uh I, I think they call it the Sasquatch Chronicles. And it's very fascinating. This guy's got tons of uh, episodes. I mean, we're talking like 700 or something. And he interviews people and talks about experiences that people have. And, you know, it kind of reminds me of the old coast-to-coast uh, Coast AM. Oh, yeah. You know, and they talk to different people and they go talk, tell them but about But is the that stories. only
1: about Sasquatch? I don't know if I can handle all that.
0: I, I don't know because I, I, I only watched the, the one episode that kind of caught my eye. And it was, a, it was this podcast about the science of Sasquatch. Because there was this doctor, I can't remember the name of it now, but this doctor who studied uh, a bunch of different samples that were collected by different people who submitted samples of like hair samples and saliva and, and tissue and what these folks are calling as evidence. And now that we have this modern DNA sequencing, this doctor, she... Kind of gathered up all this stuff and started studying them and putting them through these different DNA uh, tests to determine what is Sasquatch. And there are folks in that, that community who really hated. That uh, the results that she came up with, and then others who really supported what she came up with. So it's another. It's like you know the flat earthers. So it's like some people really (laughs) want
1: the answers so they could move on, Mm -hmm. and some people just don't. And if because the answers aren't how they want it, kind of, and the thing is shun away from the the truth.
0: Well, yeah I, yeah, I think so. I, I think that some people really are so passionate about this. And, and so they want to keep going through and, and dive deeper and deeper. And if they get the answers that they're not really wanting to see, then they ignore it and move on to, you know, something else. But in this, uh, in this study, she writes this paper and includes a lot of the different evidence and the different processes uh, and tests and stuff that she goes through. And the the podcast was basically interviewing a guy who's a, a, a doctor who studies, I think, genetic genetics in nature um, in like um, I can't remember the details but he, he does this kind of stuff for a living, and so he was able to interpret some of the results that, that this other doctor had come up with, and, and then talked a little bit about why he thinks some of the information in this, um, you know, in this paper it bothers him because there's a lot of like kind of shoddy scientific work being done sometimes some of the evidence or uh, sorry not evidence but some of the samples that were gathered weren't really labeled very well some of the processes that they go through they they gather up this this DNA they they sequence it and they they have to have some sort of something to compare it to and what they did is they compared it to human DNA instead of instead of going out and trying to like sequence the 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 genome of these samples and then determine some of the things that it were matching. Um, they kind of directly compared it with certain like ape species and and humans, and the results they got were sort of inconclusive. Like the,
1: they said, they didn't go try to find something that was natural in the area.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it <clears throat> seemed like it, it there most, were a lot of holes. Yeah, yeah, there were like a lot of holes in the in in the stuff that they came up with, and. And it's, uh, again, another one of the scenarios where you think, oh, they're going to be able to prove whether it exists or not. But then the results that they come back with just continue to ask the question. They didn't really prove anything. And there's, of course, people on a different side of the fence that think, oh, yeah, it's fantastic work. And then others are like, oh, that's the most, you know, lame scientific work we've ever seen. And and, and the result is you just don't get anywhere new. You don't You don't get any new information right, that would right. confirm... <laughs> whether it's true or not, Man. it's very
1: frustrating. It is because <clears throat> there's there's enough people, especially that topic. There's enough people out there hmm, that there'd be something definitive. I'm sorry by now, you know. And you well, know,
0: we have so many cameras, so much technology now. You would think someone has captured 4K'd, really good four
1: K that shit, Yeah. <laughs> that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I gotta tell you. It, It reminds me of when I was younger. We used to live up in Estacada, which is out in the woods. And in fact, it it was all forest. And we had to cut the driveway and remove the trees and cut the place for the, cut the trees out for the, for where to put the house and everything else. And, you know, so it was literally out in the forest lands. And so after it was all built and stuff, my sister and I, we had to walk, it was about a mile I think or so to the bus stop and the bus was willing to come all the way down this road to pick us up and, but we had to go out there like early in the morning, like five in the morning or something to have, it was dark too um, parts of the time. And, um, and mind you, we would have to do it on our own and we were like 11 and 12, something like that. And, so we also had to do a lot of other chores. Well, anyways, we, 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 my sister and I, we got up and we ran out to catch the bus and we missed the bus. So we had to walk all the way back home and I had to feed the horse. So my sister went in the house and I went out to feed the horse and horses. And I went to the 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 hay and I undid the tarp and, and I look over and I'm 40, 60 yards away. There was this dog, and I'm telling you, it was half the size of the fucking horse the freaking horse. <laughs> it was the biggest dog and I can really it's funny, it's been so long ago I could I could remember what it looks like, but I feel like I have to almost make myself really remember. It's been a long time. But <clears throat> and I literally literally dropped what was in my hand and ran to the house. It was this dog long hair standing on sand attacking our horses Mm. and yellow eyes
0: Mm. and
1: i could see that from yellow eyes a long
0: was this like in the morning
1: time yeah because we missed the but you know the sun was just coming up Mm -hmm. so it was i could see without Mm -hmm. flashlight and so and i don't hold anything bad against my sister because i might have done the same thing if i was in the house but i ran to get in the the house uh, because i was petrified and cause I didn't it didn't look it wasn't normal. Mm-hmm. I've never seen anything like it. Still. Do you think it was a, a wolf? It had to have been a wolf. And if it was a wolf, it was biggest dang thing I've mm-hmm. ever seen.
0: Because I mean, I think that wolves are a pretty <clears throat> good size. I mean, in, in comparison compared to like coyotes or something. Oh they're a lot bigger. This
1: this I've never seen a dog this big ever. And I've uh, You guys have had big dogs. Yeah, and I've even seen we had working at ah, who cares? I've seen some whatever. The biggest dog I've ever really seen in person was a Irish Wolfhound. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't thick, but it was just tall. huge and tall. Mm-hmm. But my sister, she locked the door, <laughs> so I couldn't get in. And she's like, "Ha ha!" ha and I'm petrified because yeah, I don't know what that monster was. I mean, could it have been a the biggest bear I've ever seen. I mean, who knows? But anyways. I'm pretty sure it was a dog of some kind. I, I'm pretty sure, but anyways, and I slip in, and I'm freaking out, and she's like, "No, no, no!" And I finally get in, and I'm freaking out. So we call the neighbors because we're freaking out because my I finally tell my sister because I mean, I mean, it was attacking the the the, the horses. The horses was taken off, and mm-hmm. and um, so the neighbors came and they were just thinking I was full of crap, and it sucked, you know, because I'm like. Not just making this up, guys. So we say, "Well, fine, <laughs> let's just go for a walk." I go, "Let's go for a walk," but I'm scared. Mm-hmm. So I made sure they all had guns on them because I was 11 or 12, and we were walking. And and then I remember the lady; she stopped and she goes, "Wait," and saw a track, and she goes, "That's the biggest damn track she's ever seen." And she went, and mind you, she uh, she trains dogs for a living; she knows dogs, mm-hmm. and. Um, and she, uh, they went and make a, made a plaster out of it because they were so impressed with how big the size wow. of this dog track was. Wow. And, and I was scared to death from that point on. Like, I could just be out there playing around. I'm done. I mean, yeah. this, I'm not kidding you. This was a significantly the size of the horse. Mm-hmm. I mean, hugest thing. But anyways, my whole point of when, I, when you brought up the whole, you know, um, Bigfoot. I'm like, dude, his dog. I met his dog. You know, I mean, I've seen, I've seen some stuff out there that, with my own eyes, that was just mm-hmm. unbelievable and um, scared me to death. So, I mean, I don't doubt something is probably funny out there. I'm not saying that I think there's a Bigfoot out there. Mm-hmm. Sorry, guys, I don't, I don't think there's a Bigfoot after all these years and how close and how many people, how close he really is mm-hmm. to where these people are at.
0: Well, my experience growing up. I also my grandparents lived out in Estacada and spent i spent a lot of time out in the woods. Their property was like it was like thirteen acres, but it was up against national forest Service right. land and so we used to go and explore quite a bit and we ran into uh porcupine and uh skunks uh deer but you know i I heard rumor that there were like mountain lions and there were or cougars uh and uh and potentially bears, but I never saw. A bear I never saw a cougar and and I didn't really know if that was something that was true because I didn't experience it myself but uh, my cousins they lived in uh, Ocean Park Washington which is up in a uh, peninsula up there and they have bears up there like all over the place and so they had talked about you know seeing bears in, in their area but I you know I didn't experience that as a kid so for me it wasn't that I didn't feel like there was much danger in it. Now there were a few times the deer freaked me out because the deer I mean they're big, but they can jump like crazy. And when you startle them, they go hopping through the woods and it's like, you know, it's like a ten foot jump across, you know, all the ferns or logs or whatever, and that freaked me out a few times. But I never experienced like a big
1: dog or a wolf or something. That I I will tell you one more part about it. And my dad I'll I'll say most it's funny cuz most people was kind of intimidated by my dad I guess and uh well he was Chuck Norris's brother he was <laughs> <laughs> However he he so and and I don't even know you know I was a kid I didn't think there's not how about this there's nothing I've I've been more scared of in life than my dad mm-hmm. so <laughs> um but anyway so if I see my dad freaked out Oh man, mm-hmm. where, where are we going to hide, you know? <laughs> what are we going to do? My dad's freaked out. We're done, you know. And uh and I was sitting out there in in our my side of the house, I heard this and it sounded like maybe a 10-year-old girl out in the forest screaming. Mhm. <laughs> and I got goosebumps, freaked the heck out. And got my sister; she freaked the heck out. Maybe it was vice versa. Maybe she heard and got me. But regardless, we went and got my dad, and he freaked the heck out. I don't. And you know, I think it was probably like a cougar. Mm-hmm. You know, they make some really high. You know, I don't know. It could have been an elk. You know, but it was eerie out mm-hmm. there because we were really out in the in the middle of the forest. We d- cleared the place to go sit the the your homestead. Yeah. So you know, we were. Taking somebody's home, I'm sure, mm-hmm. in somebody's path. Well, and as
0: a kid, you get freaked out by being out in the woods and not being familiar with some of the noises, and especially if it's like at all dark. <laughs> oh, it's worse in the woods.
1: Yeah. What else did you have? There? Well,
0: uh, some that you've you've heard, uh, you know, recently. Uh, there's a conspiracy. COVID nineteen was engineered by the media, uh, and they say some people think that the virus is a hoax that was engineered by the media and the global elite to control the population. Well, a diehard believer likely won't believe us, a.k.a. the media, because they're reporting on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, we've talked a lot about it, COVID lately. Uh, another one, this one I thought was funny because I, I never heard of it. It says, the Earth has been sucked into a black hole. Ooh. Yeah, it says, uh, the European Organization of Nuclear Research, which is CERN. It, and we talked
1: about CERN once on uh, another podcast. I want to talk about that again because that's,
0: Yeah, we'll talk about it more because I'm I'm fascinated by that. That is a
1: serious situation. Uh,
0: So CERN uh, uh, is at the heart of a a lot of the crazy uh, conspiracy theories, including people who believe that when CERN discovered the Higgs boson in in uh, 2012, which I remember watching a show on that, I think uh, in 2012, (laughs) they inadvertently created a black hole and Earth was sucked into it. So they think those folks think that the Earth that the world actually ended in 2012 because when the Higgs boson was discovered, created a black hole and we got sucked into it. Uh, I thought that's funny cause I never heard that, uh, I just dug, conspiracy. I just
1: dug in the earth Joe just the other day.
0: Yeah. Well, it's funny because they say, yeah, people believe this and, um, they say that we just haven't realized that we've been sucked into that black hole. <laughs> I did not realize that. Now, knowing a little bit about black holes, uh, it would have stretched us and killed us, and it would have been really, really bad at the really? time. Yeah. That's not good. No. <laughs> I thought it was a joyride. ride. Uh, another quick one. Uh, Disney created Frozen as
1: a distraction. A distraction of... <laughs> it worked. It was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> gosh, I love a lot of Disney movies and, and, and shows and mm-hmm. stuff, but oh my gosh, <laughs> they couldn't... They couldn't throw one sentence in there without singing it. It Mm -hmm. was, oh, it was just too much for me. I don't know. Maybe I got too old. But, I you know, I used to like all those Disney shows (laughs) and stuff and could deal with some of the songs all the time. But, oh, that was just... Yeah, some
0: of them, I kind of like some of them. But, yeah, I I agree. I I never really enjoyed uh, Frozen. I think I watched
1: it one time because my daughter was really into it. Well, yeah, I, I got blindsided. I'm like, all right, sweet, let's watch a Disney show. All right. Wh- ah! yeah. Now I'm like, I don't know. I'm not skeptical. It's mm-hmm. a Disney show, huh? <laughs> what am I getting into? I don't want to get in the middle of it and then get a bear trapped on me.
0: <laughs> well, we got that uh, Disney Plus um, subscription, in, and I watched a lot of the classic Disney's, and I really enjoy that. So. Yeah. I love the old goofy sports.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, I did. I had to stop the Disney because...
0: Well, eventually you just watch everything, and there's not much. Nothing new. else. I know. This, I will
1: tell you something about Disney. Is when we first got it, we were all excited about it. More, more, my wife and and daughter, but I was going to to all the uh, what are they? The topics or genres or whatever. But like you go to comedy, and it shows all of them, right? And you go down to drama, and there's like half of the ones that were in comedy are in the drama. Then you go into like the scary <laughs> one, and it's all of the, it's exactly. it's they have twenty six movies, and they just spread them all in all the genres. It was, There's a lot of overlap. Sure There's a lot of overlap. At least that was at the first year of it. I don't remember. I don't know what it's like now. We had gotten rid of it, but
0: well, I like I like the uh, the Star Wars stuff. And Is that right? Some of the Marvel Marvel movies, but anyway. So the so Disney created Frozen as a distraction. That says that says here. Uh, people have long discussed the conspiracy that Walt Disney used cryogenic technology to freeze himself when he died, okay, even though the Disney family refutes the claim. However, a new theory is that the Walt Disney Company created Frozen as a way to hack google 's search algorithm and distract customers from information about the late walt disney's possible frozen procedure oh brother
1: that's a reach of that's reaches. a reach i totally agree it's a total reach <laughs> but i got you know i like that it just sent me to this i just watched this little uh video mm-hmm. today um um <laughs> that uh showed larry king mm. and he was getting interviewed and he was like yeah guys i'm getting frozen yep doing it <laughs> and 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 they're like why would you do that man and he goes well He goes i like living and and you know if you get buried you know you don't have another chance you know and Mm -hmm. and if you get burnt you don't have any other chance he goes but this maybe maybe you do and you know his wife was talking to him about well what if you're like what if it's two hundred years and you don't have any friends? He goes, "I'll just make some new ones." <laughs> you know, he's hoping that they'll, whatever he dies of, that that they'll be able to have a cure for that in the future and unfreeze him. Mm-hmm. And maybe the cure is is how not to destroy his flesh while they bring him back to life. Mm-hmm. You know, but um, but anyways, mm-hmm. that, it's funny you brought that up because I just saw this deal on Larry King, who's mm-hmm. what is it, cryogenics or yeah. whatever it's called, putting him putting himself. I gotta tell you, if I had the money, I would maybe consider it. I mean, what, well, how about this? Yeah. If I had the money, what, what would I have to lose?
0: Yeah. I, I mean, if I, yeah, you I happen agree. to
1: pass if you if, pass out, if you happen to die, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I will tell you, it made a little bit of sense. So like, what if your coffin happens to be in the freezer? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because what if you don't ever it? come back? You don't ever come back. So, and a guy like him who has a bunch of money, you know, mm-hmm. why not? What the heck? Why not? You just, chill I, I out agree. Ch- not to be funny. chill out in the freezer instead of being burnt i mean jeez dave you, you never know you and your jokes boy I, they're just rolling Yeah, well this, a, lot, <laughs> my, a lot like my a yeah. lot well, like my stomach <laughs> can't even say it
0: uh
1: so there's
0: a, a documentary i watched about um uh, this type of frog that uh does kind of the same thing they they hibernate um but they have this uh this fluid in their body that starts to pump through their body. And what it does is it protects their tissue from, because when when your tissue, which is mostly like water, freezes, it creates these little crystals. And it's the crystals that, de- that destroy uh, your tissue. Oh, okay. And so the frog produces this, this other material with
1: anti-crystal th- juice that's
0: exactly what it is and it it basically keeps um whatever freezes from creating those sharp little crystals which then destroy the cells and so these frogs will freeze all winter long and in the you know and once things start to the defrost in the spring they come back to life
1: well, why can't us humans have this they have they're sprayed they, on. Well, but they have
0: uh Butters. research. I <laughs> it's it's more than that. I think what they Dry actually age. do is they they hook you up to um you know like an IV system and and they start p- putting this material uh, into your your blood system or your circulatory <clears throat> system. And I think that there's real research out there to make some of this sort of work.
1: But wouldn't Larry King's best, or people that are wanting to do what Larry King wants to do, but Larry King's best plan of attack should be is, do it while he's alive. Yes. <laughs> Why wait till something shuts down? Uh, just turn funny. it down now. I mean, if if and then just wait. Mm-hmm. I mean, he'll have to come back as some old decrepit dude, mm-hmm. not no mildly refresh. That's the other yeah. thing is, is if they freeze him, he comes back. He's going to come back as what? I don't know how old the dude is, but come on. He looks like he's like 85 years old minimum. And come back as what, an 85-year-old dude? And yeah. then die of old age?
0: <laughs> you know? That's
1: poor dude's going to step outside and go, oh, wow, look at this. Get ran over by some hoverboard. <laughs> yeah. Oh, poor guy. Yeah, I mean, I, I, again, funny. if I had the money, I would give it a shot. That is really... Uh, yeah. yeah.
0: Hmm. Well, I think there's there's areas there. You know, but yeah, you'd probably have to hook up with some like special hospice program. You know, when they know that the end is near, well, time to freeze them. Yeah,
1: and and make sure you have good generators and good backups on hand because you know whatever the freaking. A blackout you know mm-hmm. what are you gonna i don't want to thaw out a little bit in the middle and like oh this just freaking <laughs> up again <laughs> I don't I want always, any incidences
0: i always think of austin powers when he gets oh, no. out of his cryo, cryo state and he has to pee and it's the longest pee you've ever yes. <laughs> you've ever seen <laughs> all right here's another one yeah we've talked about this the world is flat yep this is a big one really big one you guys uh go back and look at our flat earth episode yeah. I, I thought that was a fun episode it was fun yeah. <laughs> Uh Prince Charles is a vampire. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it says uh uh Prince Charles or the Prince of Wales is related to Vlad Impoller or Vlad the Impoller. Mm-hmm. I guess which is the the Bram Stoker's Dracula yeah, the, uh, yeah. character. Uh oh. and he he says or this article says that many of the royals from Charles's bloodline were known to have a disease called. Um, porf- oh gosh, I'm gonna butcher this. Uh, better you than me. <laughs> Porphyria, which is an iron deficiency, it causes people to be sensitive to sunlight. Huh. So they like to be in dark places. I guess I don't know, but uh, you know that's a neat, fun, exp- you, know, you know, conspiracy.
1: <clears throat> well, I've heard some other odd conspiracies about you know him drinking babies' blood and stuff. Mm-hmm. So maybe there's something to it. Maybe
0: there is. <laughs> Uh, did you hear that we were living in the matrix?
1: Yeah, I've heard about that, but you know, I've taken the red pill.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I can't remember which one does, does which and which one, uh, um, Neo took. I think the red is the truth. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I have the, is it a trilogy? I think it's three movies. I I think I have that home, but I haven't watched it in a really long time. Yeah. Um, I'm going to take a a quick break and, uh, we'll be right back. Sound good?
1: You got a fart? uh yeah
0: is life getting a little too serious has the pandemic gotten you down do you find yourself meandering around looking for something to do or maybe just tired of listening to the same old stuff well maybe
1: it's time you start listening to the never too serious podcast
0: we're a great way to lighten the mood learn a little something or simply enjoy a never too serious conversation on just about
1: any topic you can find the never too serious podcast on spotify apple podcast or wherever you get your podcasts
0: all right we are back we dude. are back all right so after killing a couple of spiders yeah <laughs> <laughs> refreshing the
1: drink thank you
0: uh we were talking a little bit about uh living in the matrix yeah you know that's the conspiracy that right that we're part of the matrix and uh, you took the red pill, so you know what's going on. I do know what's going on, man. <laughs> uh, I I thought, you know, that's kind of an interesting theory that we could be living in this uh, this virtual thing. And, I, you know, I, I don't know about being um, farmed like in the Matrix where all the humans are providing <laughs> the energy for the computers to survive. But um, the, But the idea that you could be in a virtual... Uh, world hooked up, and our brains are just giving us this
1: perspective.
0: It was kind of a neat, you know, thing.
1: Well, I'll say this because I don't want to get too far off. I don't want to go off on on mm-hmm. religion, <laughs> mm-hmm. but you could say that uh, a lot of people that maybe a lot of people that are religious could even say that. Mm. You know, like you know, we're in you know the Matrix, and we're all. Hooked to God, and we're all just doing our little thing because mm-hmm. you know, I've been old enough to hear a few times that we're God's you know, ant farm. You know, mm, He's just yeah. sitting there watching us do our thing, and mm-hmm. things happen, and we have to react. You know, mm-hmm. and you know, if you believe in God, you'll that could happen, <laughs> I mean, yeah.
0: There, I mean, it
1: could be a matrix, you know could what I mean, be, yeah,
0: yeah. But I think that's just an interesting perspective. Now, I don't think we're in a, the matrix, but uh. No,
1: we're in a black hole,
0: I thought. Yeah, we got sucked into that black hole because yeah. that, cause that uh, Higgs boson.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, some other quick funny ones. The, the moon isn't real. Some people think that the moon doesn't exist.
1: <laughs> wow, I can't. Typically, I, those... heard, I have not heard that the moon doesn't exist. I have heard some other... part. There's so many conspiracies. It, a
0: lot of it, I think, come from the, the flat earther people, right? They think that it's a projection of some sort. It's not a real thing,
1: man. I took my laser pointer and pointed it at it the other day and went, <laughs> and played on it. It's real. It's real. Yeah, I, you know, I've I've seen the the flat or not the flat earth. It's the conspiracy of that the moon is hollow and it's mechanical and mm. it's man made. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's a lot of conspiracies about about the moon that that when when they did land on the moon, it. Rung for a long time because it's hollow <laughs> that's funny, yeah. yeah yeah, I don't
0: think it is, but the the moon is fascinating, it's a fascinating uh it's like a center earth body, so uh, another one the the Titanic didn't actually sink, which I think is a kind of a ridiculous one because you know, I watched the movie Titanic right,
1: I mean, would Jack die for, yeah, yeah, I know he didn't even get to first base. <laughs>
0: Oh, he didn't. I thought he did. Oh, Rose was uh, heating up that car. Remember the windows? Oh, maybe. Up? Maybe oh. I'm wrong. Well, I don't I remember.
1: Think, it's been a long time. Maybe. Maybe I so. I think there may have been a home run in there. Really? Yep. Well, I better go watch that again. My, <laughs> wife, my wife will watch it with me.
0: Uh, here's a, a, a one that you really like. Bill Gates is making fall, uh fake snow. Because <laughs> I, I know you like Bill Gates and all yeah, the but things why, that he does. Who cares?
1: I know there's a lot of people that make fake snow. Have you not seen the indoor the, in Dubai the indoor ski ring? Isn't that awesome? It is amazing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> so what? I, that's nothing big at all. That mm-hmm. happens all the time. In fact, I think in at Mount Hood they have to do it once in a while sure. just to make it thick.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do. They have snow makers. It, it just has to be cold enough temperatures to to get the 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 misty water up well, there. And, and plus, we it. talked
1: about how they seed cloud seeding. Yeah. Cloud seeding. So mm-hmm. I could see that, but I yeah. don't i don't doubt it he probably has his hands in all kinds of things mm-hmm. well the uh
0: conspiracy that that uh it's it's not about falling snow it's about snowballs that that
1: uh what? wait a minute what yeah What's the cons- <laughs> says, what is it now i'll read it to did you. i jump the gun what, what is <laughs> well it says
0: uh with extreme weather conditions occurring across the united states in 2021 TikTokers stoked the fires on a Bill Gates conspiracy theory that he was creating fake snow that burns instead of melts. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember seeing that. I did see yeah, that. People just don't know enough about like science and, you know, yeah. But uh, yeah, I did see, I did see that too. Um, <laughs> so one of my, well, I mean, this is goes way back. But one of the things when I was growing up, I totally believed existed, which is the Loch Ness monster.
1: Oh you did did you mm-hmm. yeah hmm.
0: yeah because i i thought that the uh, pictures you know you can't fake pictures
1: <laughs> oh when you were really I was little, really little. <laughs>
0: yeah but it
1: uh yeah there's only one of those you know mm-hmm. there's only one loch ness monster i mean obviously you know in lochness i get it but mm-hmm. i'm just saying there's only one of those beasts in the world mm-hmm. popping up yeah
0: mm-hmm. well if you, what was that movie uh it was kind of like the Loch Ness Monster. And, uh,
1: Anaconda? No. Oh.
0: <laughs> no, it, it, I can't remember the name of it. But And Producer E isn't here today to look it up. But uh, it was a movie, I think maybe even a Disney movie, where it's like this Loch Ness Monster. You know, it's, it's an egg that's found, and uh, there can only be one. And the egg hatches. It's this little tiny thing that goes running around in the, you know, some scotland <laughs> place and and uh turns out to grow out to be this big thing and there's a bulldog in the movie that had uh used to chase it around and then one of the cool scenes was the tables turned and suddenly the big loch ness uh monster came out of the lake and the bulldog saw it turned uh, and <laughs> yeah away. i think i might have it's seen that really movie <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah
1: it's been a while though it on been a while. wow okay yeah yeah.
0: So yeah, if you watch that movie, then sure, it, it can be totally real.
1: It, I was just gonna say it's it is real. Mm-hmm. I remember it.
0: <laughs> yeah, vaguely.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Um, oh, so way back in the day, this was like a, a really old conspiracy, which are sirens were responsible for shipwrecks. Right? Those mythical women with uh, they're like, you know, in the ocean and they sing and and they call out to the sailors and they yeah then. I lure the ship into rocks, and then the ship sinks. And there's all your. But that is an treasure. old one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a really old one. They that was a legitimate fear for well, a lot of sailors for. You know, a while. I thought they had
1: <laughs> deemed it like whistling wind or something like that. But but that it was actually that that has actually happened. I'm not mm-hmm. saying that there was actually any women out there doing <laughs> right. it, but people have. Yeah, they done hear that. sounds.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, the abominable snow snowman. That's real. Yeah, that's like
1: I, when I, I went to Disneyland before, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure I seen something like that up there in one of them mountains that I mm-hmm. went on one of them rides. Yeah, so that's real.
0: Yeah, it's a Bigfoot's cousin or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so here's here's one of the last ones that I, w- I want to talk about. Maybe talk a little bit more in depth because I think it's a very fascinating one, which is the uh, conspiracy that the government killed JFK.
1: Mm, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And. So there's a really, I think it's a, a very fascinating take on JFK and and you know his the story of his of his death and the different uh, folks that were involved in it. There was a, uh, I think I want to say that he was like a a, a chief justice or something, but um, this guy named Warren uh, created the Warren Commission, which was folks, you know, studying this. This event, Uh, JFK gets shot by uh, uh, Oswald uh, in Dallas, doing you know doing their little drive through, and uh, and this was like an eight hundred and eighty some odd page report, and it was tons of like eyewitness. There was a lot of uh, at the time people taking pictures, video cameras, like old school real uh, cameras. And it was one of the. They said that it was one of the most documented uh, assassination in history. There were so many different angles, so many different people that were there. Right, so many witnesses. So many witnesses, and uh, and I thought, well, how how could there be a conspiracy if there was so much there that seemed to be uh, documented?
1: Nine eleven. <laughs> well, yeah, you know what? That's, a, that's probably another good one. Um, no, that's a terrible one.
0: Yeah, well, of course, yeah, it's a terrible one. But, uh, uh, but they were kind of going through, there's this, there's this show, uh, I ended up finding it on, originally I watched it on Netflix, but then I couldn't find it again, so I went on Amazon Prime and there it was. But uh, there's a documentary called JFK, The Smoking Gun. And it's based on this, this article that was written by uh, a guy named Howard Donahue not the Donahue that hosted the uh alternate to Oprah when we were kids. Mm, okay. But uh this guy he he um he was involved in this uh Donahue. uh CBS special where CBS in their investigative journalism did a a, a mock-up of of the uh, book repository and uh the angles from the book repository window where Oswald was was stationed, you know, with his rifle. And it was angled down and on this figure that they had basically put on little uh, railroad tracks. And so they could get... They could measure the angles right. And they what they wanted to do was they wanted to time. Could someone with the equivalent rifle that Oswald had, could you fire three shots in under six seconds and actually hit the target? And they... I mean they had a lot of different people go through this process and one of the guys who was able to perform it was this Howard Donahue guy
1: mm.
0: and so he was an expert marksman and uh, a gun enthusiast uh, ballistics ex- expert and he was able to do that shot in I think it was like 5.6 seconds is what the, the goal was. Three shots from a bolt action rifle and, and able to hit the target. That's on it. Yeah, that's pretty incredible. But Mo-
1: moving target. Yeah, moving, slow but moving. Well,
0: they said eleven miles an hour. That's moving. That's moving. Yeah, yeah. and moving away, like down and away from that uh, that vantage point. And but he was able to do it. And but one of the caveats was it took him three attempts to finally get it to do it right. Now Oswald, I mean, who knows how much practice time he had? But you know, he did it his first time. And Oswald was not a great. You know, he was not a sharpshooter. He was not like this great uh you know, professional military sharp- yeah.
1: sniper that's yeah.
0: Yeah. So uh you know, it but maybe he had practice. I don't I don't know the history behind that. But uh so they basically said that yeah, it was it's it's probable that someone can, can pull it off because this guy did. Well, this guy as he gets involved in this process, he's a ballistics expert. So he started looking at some of the evidence from this Warren report. And started to see some things that he questioned, whether it was true or not. And um, some of the things that like caught my eye in particular was because you and I we, we've gone out shoot, shooting together, and there's a difference between full metal full metal jacket uh, rounds versus a uh, hollow point, uh-huh. right? Why don't you explain what the difference is? In,
1: well, if you have a full metal jacket, it's 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 like uh, your lead is covered with a jacket fully Mm -hmm. and and it's made for penetration but you know it it could go through a car door perhaps i mean may not but you know it could typically it could go through a car door and go go through a few things before it will stop Mm -hmm. Um, hollow point can typically um, depends on what kind of hollow points but it's made to expand, so when it, if it does hit, it'll expand and slow down, like and a mushroom. Less, shape. less penetration, you know, so it doesn't like keep going through things. But mm-hmm.
0: yeah, it generally, like I'll get full metal jacket ammo for uh, like practice shoot, like target shooting, and then hollow point stuff is what, for yeah, defense. What yeah, you would use for defense. One of the interesting things in this this uh, documentary was that. There were three shots fired. Lots of witnesses say that they heard three shots. And um and they the question was well whether it came from like a couple of different shooters or three different shooters or if it all came from Oswald. And uh, and the Warren report said it all came from from Lee Harvey Oswald. Well the um, the report from the coroner, the person who ended up examining the body described Different bullet wounds. They, um, the one that they described had entered from, from, uh, JFK's back. It went through, um, like kind of near, like the spine and it came out just under his Adam's apple. And then it, it went through him and into this, uh, governor, uh, who was sitting in front of him. Right. And, um, trying to remember uh what the governor's name was I, I can't remember now
1: i can't remember either
0: yeah but anyway he ends up hitting the governor in, sitting in front of him and then goes through i want to say that it goes through his uh, shoulder and then into like through his his arm and then gets lodged into his left thigh mm. and uh that's that's crazy, right? I mean, it's going through a lot of material, right?
1: And and that would lead you to believe that that's a full metal jacket.
0: Well, they were able to recover um, the slug from from the guy's leg mm. and examine it, and it had all the markings from uh, Oswald's gun. You know, because when you do a ballistics uh, test, you can see uh, patterns within the the bullet that would match the uh, the rifle barrel, the inter- internals of it, right? So you would have like a fingerprint. Where a certain Ish, score, yeah. yeah, scoring marks on that round that could match up with um, the marks from the the, uh, the rifle, so they kind of match that stuff up. Well, the bullet was still in relatively good shape. It was it was a little deformed and there were some nicks taken out of it, but considering it went through two two people and bone, then it was in pretty good shape. But they were able to analyze that bullet. Okay, so didn't it
1: go through the car seat too? It, of course, <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe it did. Like oh, To I, hit I the front guy? To hit the guy in the front? I can't
0: remember it went through. I don't think it went through the chair or the seat. They, they, they have had, pretty low seats. So yeah, maybe. the front two seats or uh, in front of the president was, I can't w- remember what type of seats they called it, but basically they're very, very lowered yeah. seats. They're not the traditional
1: seats. And they probably had all the headrests taken off too. And the
0: headrests were gone, exactly. Um, anyway, so, so they really kind of confirmed that first, that first bullet. Well, the witnesses say they heard three rounds, or three gunshots. Uh, Some eyewitnesses said it sounded like one of the first um, gunshots was uh, like a firecracker. And there was an eyewitness that said that she thought the first one was a firecracker because she saw something uh, like spark off the ground. And, you know, she just assumed that it was a firecracker. And so it's very possible that uh oh and to back up the president before he got shot in the neck he he yelled um to folks around him something like my god they shot me um and and then he got hit in the neck and um and then the final shot was to his head so <clears throat> what this uh this this documentary is talking about is they think potentially the first shot missed ricocheted and the president got you know some sort of like um you know whatever material got kicked it's up shrapnel yeah the, yeah yeah something like that and there was enough time between that moment and that second shot that hit him in the throat because you can't talk if you get hit in the throat right so um anyway it you can see the video it's crazy to watch this happen it's it's really pretty
1: disturbing um now, there are conspiracies of his wife doing it. Yeah, showing the same footage of her doing it, and psh, psh. yeah, I mean, there's so many conspiracies. There apart. are Th- this one though is really fascinating. Right, right, and and the other part of it was, and I'm, I cannot recall. It's been a while since I've gotten to play around with it, but with the JFK issue, but even if, how about this, you know, people's, you you mentioned something about the government had him offed. Mm -hmm. Well, just because Lee Lee Harry Oswald didn't, did it, doesn't mean that the government didn't have him do it. Somebody's got to be the gunman, you know? So, but I'm not saying, so I'm just saying there could be something to that conspiracy because there is also supposedly, and I've heard it, but you know, I didn't see the timestamp on it, but obviously he was alive when he said it so it was before his death <laughs> <laughs> but i I, th- I when i heard the 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 speech i thought it was very close to his death and i think he was talking about it was either secret societies or the new world order and i think he was starting to bring that up which which maybe it wasn't even the government that had, the government that had him off it was the above the government, mm-hmm. the behind the government, sure, yeah, yeah. you know, which, which would, in my opinion, would make more sense than the government doing it, mm-hmm. but, you know, because, because of some of the speeches that he was talking about, because he was supposed to have been involved in, in hearing about some of the behind-the-scenes things that he heard that he didn't like, because he was an extremely, very level-headed dude.
0: Well, and, and think about it, this is the, during that time when uh, we were uh, dealing with Russia We are also dealing with the Cuban Missile Crisis, where Russia was delivering uh, missiles to Cuba, and we were concerned about the range of uh, Russia being Mm -hmm. close to to us. Um, Also, you know, his infidelities uh, with his wife and (laughs) uh, Marilyn Monroe. Uh, There were also ties to uh, local mafia, um, Mm. or not local mafia, but the the mafia. mafia, And uh, so there's a lot of other conspiracies. What I was fascinated about this is that a lot of this show was based on the Warren report and the the ballistic evidence and and that's why it was so much more compelling to me.
1: The what would you take out of it because what you told me what I gathered because I didn't watch what you were talking about mm-hmm. it to me it made it sound like that they're I mean make it sound like yeah, it's possible. Well, okay, so
0: so the third shot, <clears throat> the sh- th- the third shot was the shot that killed him, which was to his head. And um there's when uh, when folks were investigating the uh book repository window where Oswald was set up, they found three shell casings. One shell casing was farther away, abnormally farther away from the other two. mm mm-hmm. Mhm and that one had uh some dents in it. was
1: further away, so it, it landed indented.
0: <laughs> well, I'm not sure exactly what the Warren report said in regards to that. They just said that there were three shells and there were three gunfires, right? Based on eyewitness testimony. But that one of the one of the theories is is that that one empty shell casing was not used um in in this uh, in this event other than they think that maybe it was a a plug used in the rifle because in some cases they would put a shell in the chamber to keep um like moisture and other things out of that specific area of the rifle they would and yeah they because this was an old um military rifle hmm. and uh and they described it. Yeah, but
1: a sniping guy isn't going to go out there, and the first thing he does is sh- is make noise of flinging a shell no. empty shell on the ground when he extracts it.
0: Well, but that's the thing is when he was setting, setting up, they think that he just took it out and, and laid it on the floor. But, but when everybody's he was shooting, heard
1: three shots.
0: Right. So this so, is where it gets interesting.
1: Well, I will tell you this, that you could even say with an automatic, but well, I'll say an automatic first. Mm-hmm. If I sit there with an AR and I sit there on a bipod and and or it's just locked down, and I sit there, it'll fling. Mm-hmm. But they're not going to all land in the same spot. Right. But particularly uh, a bolt action, if I just pull it back slow, mm-hmm. it's going to fling and flop here. Mm-hmm. It'll differ depending on how fast I pull that back. Sure. And you know. Maybe maybe his first one was his uh drilling where he shot that was his first one he just slammed it back and it flew mm-hmm. and then the second ones were focused I don't know,
0: yeah, this one looked like it was in a a forward position um and, On the ground? Yeah, because they have, yeah, cause they have uh, pictures of where they were located.
1: Forward position. And, but they described oh, it. Oh, oh,
0: They said that they, the term that they used was, they said, potentially used as a chamber plug. And then they described what that would be, like using an old rifle. <clears throat> it's just a spent shell that they keep in the chamber to keep um, certain components from potentially having anything enter that part of the, the rifle. And that you would, uh, uh, you know, what he is it called extract it from ejected. the eject it, there you go. And then uh and then would load his first round, get ready for the um the presidential um you know cars to come to, to start driving through. So it was like in preparation he just removed it, loaded his first round, got ready for the event to happen. But but the reason that I bring it up is that if in fact he only fired two shots, where was that third shot potentially from. And so they looked at some of the ballistic evidence. We were talking earlier about uh hollow point versus full metal jacket. A, a hollow point is going to like, one of the things they did is they shot a cantaloupe and they shot full metal jacket round from a similar rifle and it went clean through.
1: Yep, nice little
0: hole. Nice little hole, exactly. The The entry wound and the exit wound looked almost identical. Like you could flip that cantaloupe around and not know exactly which one had the entry.
1: Hollow points won't do that. <laughs> and,
0: right, and so what they did is they switched over to a hollow point, and it blew that thing up. Yep. It destroyed it big time. Well, uh, Kennedy's head had a, a massive, I mean, his, his I mean, it was disgusting. I mean, you've, if you watch the video, there was quite a lot of uh, uh, tissue. Mist and yeah, there was, it was really disgusting, and so it suggested that that type of uh, of a bullet had to have been one of those um, one of those hollow points. Here is the other thing: is that they could measure the entry wound from from on this on the back of the of Kennedy's head, and one of the several of the eyewitnesses said that they saw a secret service person in the car behind them stand up with an AR15 and you know about AR15s mm-hmm. you know what kind of rounds they take well they said that the entry wound of the um of that uh, in in Kennedy's head was like 6 millimeters in size the rounds from from uh, Oswald's gun was, um, I think they said it was like 6.5 millimeters.
1: But well, you know what the 5.56 five is?
0: Is that what it is? Is that in millimeters? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what they said is it's that. It's just
1: under six millimeters. And, uh, you know, when he goes through, it's likely made just a tad bit bigger of a hole as mm-hmm. it goes through.
0: Yeah. So if Oswald's bullet had gone through and, and made that entry wound, then the entry wound would have been bigger. But comparing the size of, of what what the AR fifteen would have. So what? AR fifteen. Let me ask you. Yeah, what
1: ahead. did what did he shoot him? What did what round did Oswald use? Uh,
0: I, I, I can't I remember. Didn't, I didn't write it down. Because yeah. that
1: would make it. Because I'll tell you what. If it was a thirty out six.
0: Hmm.
1: I'm not trying to be gross or nothing, but. It would have been a different story yeah. <laughs> if he got hit in the head with a thirty odd series. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, so what they what they're saying, what this this uh this theory is, is that they have eyewitness proof that shows um Secret Service person who has an AR fifteen standing up in the car that's trailing behind the president's car.
1: I don't know why okay? I've never seen that.
0: And uh, and there are pictures that show it too. Hmm. Um, the other is is based on But what the,
1: about but what about it? You standing up, but Yes, yeah, so, is he pointing towards the car? Yeah,
0: so let me or towards so, a bad guy. So let me back up. I am going to kind of describe the uh, sort of the process or the the three bullets and uh, and and what people kind of heard. Okay, first first round sounds like a uh, firecracker. Witnesses say that they see something on on the ground like a firecracker. The president says, "Oh my god, they shot me." Okay, so he gets hit by something. Second shot through the neck. You can't say, "Oh my god, you shot me." right? He's, you know, as soon as that hits, you can tell in the video, people start looking back towards the book repository. Okay. First two shots go off and people are looking back at that window behind the, um, the presidential, you know, what do they call it? It's not a parade or whatever, but, um, uh, motorcade, there you go. And, uh, and everyone's looking back. Okay. So the second shot Goes through Kennedy's neck, hits the governor, and gets him in three places. Through his back, in his arm, lodges in his leg. So the guy is looking back at the book repository when the second shot hits. And
1: that is Oswald's And that's route. confirmed.
0: Yeah. Ballistics text shows... And that has
1: to be a, a full metal jacket. It yes. It would have...
0: Exactly. Okay. Yeah, it would have stopped... At, at the at the president right. probably. But it certainly it would have exploded if, out. If, and his if it neck. did
1: go through him somehow, mm-hmm. it certainly wouldn't have gone through a couple other areas in the next guy.
0: Right. So so the first two shots are, are off. Um and by that time there's a reaction from the entire motorcade, including all the Secret Service people. You can see um you know people are looking around and so um there's also reports from quite a few witnesses that they could smell gun gunpowder at the street level. Hmm. Okay. Oswald had, and this is in the Warren report, so a lot of confirmation that this is true. Um Oswald was way up sixth floor of the book repository and they were behind the motorcade. Okay. If you shoot a gun, you've got to have you know, you gotta be downwind from from that gun to smell it. Well, downwind is oswald Hmm. so that he's the wind is actually blowing up behind towards the book repository so how can the people on the ground level smell that because the you shouldn't wind isn't going in the right direction okay the um so the first shot goes through People think that it's a firecracker. Some people respond or look at, look around where it came from. Second shot, definitely. Book repository. People are turned around and looking. Secret Service is standing up, looking around, and people see that one of the Secret Service agents has an AR-15 in his hand. What they think happened is that that um, that Secret Service agent accidentally fired around as he got up to look around. Because the angle of the wound, the size of the wound, and the Going exit the wound, back of them, uh huh, and the and the exit wound would suggest a uh, hollow point bullet smaller in size, and that's what an AR-15 has. It does not matter. An AR-15 does not shoot the same round as that uh, that rifle.
1: I'm gonna. I wish I knew, uh, even. Thanks. It's probably a thirty caliber <laughs> something, you know. I mean, from back in those days, it was always some kind of a, you know, thirty, thirty, thirty out six, some mm-hmm. kind of.
0: Well, they say the entry wound of of uh, that of that bullet is too small for uh, Oswald's round
1: to even fit through. But that's just the kill shot, though. That's what you're talking about, mm-hmm, because right. they are saying for sure. So you're saying that two people shot him on that day, mm-hmm. perhaps. Yeah,
0: the second one may have been on accident. Mm. Because the the officer uh, or the Secret State Service agent responded to that second shot, got up in a moving car, has the um, the AR-15 in his hands as he gets up, accidentally squeezes the trigger, Put his
1: damn finger on the trigger.
0: Yep, and uh, and and that is what this this uh, documentary says. Smoking gun, they think that the the. The second, or the the kill shot, actually came from a Secret Service agent on accident because of the ballistics, because of the angle of of the bullet wound, um, and how all of the other supporting evidence, which is smell of of gunpowder at at the street level, which you would smell it as that motorcade drives down the road and underneath that pass, everyone that it that that car drives past, you're still going to smell some of that. Um, Uh, that gunpowder
1: pushed out for a long ways Mm -hmm. i mean there's a lot of pressure
0: yeah and and when that car is driving at 11 miles an hour you're going to get from where it all happened down past the street and people are going to then be running and smelling well
1: you know i don't know for sure but i'd almost guess that you know the secret service would have had some kind of defense rounds there
0: well yeah yeah, that's it's a good point. But there's so, so many other like reports on, in this or this uh, Warren report. There's so many other accounts of weird stuff that happen that wouldn't normally happen in a in a regular scenario, like a like a regular let's say homicide with the president involved. There's a lot more uh, power structure, especially with the feds, there, uh Secret Service agents, plus local police. There's a lot of other entities involved in the process and and the feds are going to take over secret service has priority i think in those those uh, emergency Probably, circumstances yeah. and,
1: and so and, and the thing the other issue really is is that especially when a in a you know a situation such as that you know with somebody up there like the president and stuff they they don't disclose things and if it is it's very minimal and that's if if there was ever any wonder it's we have to fill in the gaps after that, mm-hmm. and there was a lot of well, what ifs and whys, and that they would never answer. So they have to, you mm-hmm. know, the the civilians have to sit there and, well, I bet you it's this or that, and then guess what? That, now you have a bunch of different kind of conspiracies. Because the worst one for me, because I enjoy conspiracies, but but some of them are just make me sick. Because <laughs> you know. You know, his wife even though a lot of the issues I know loved him and stuff and, and when they the one that I saw that she was the one that offed him, I was like, Oh you guys
0: Yeah, it's a little it's a bit of a stretch There's, and it doesn't uh, follow the evidence that was uh, the ballistic reports, they, they the eyewitnesses, were, the warren they reports. They weren't
1: they were only using video the video evidence, not anything even past the video evidence. Yeah. You know, it was very weak, but yeah. well, which makes it worse because it's like, you know it's bad enough that he had to die, but don't make her like, you know, she's a victim in this. Not mm-hmm. like she's like the one that offed him. Yeah, you know, and I didn't like to you know, hear that one.
0: It is the most documented. You know, there were so many witnesses, so much, so many people taking pictures, and so much vi- like video cameras going that. Um, you know, and then plus all the investigations that were taking place at the time. It's well, it's a really compelling argument, and it is kind of a conspiracy theory because well, it doesn't a, match the Warren report. It's, but.
1: it's funny because it's kind of a sickness. You know, like how hoarders. You know, they have a sickness. They don't see the issue that there's. You know, they're running into. But you know, even if you know they give you the answer, like I said, is a lot of the times the answer isn't even close to what you would ever think of. But you have the answer. Let's just say, and they just want to accept it you know they just no, no they just want to keep it going mm-hmm. and because that's maybe they just live for that cons- you know the conspiracy mm-hmm. or the the you know the thrill of i don't know well knowing something that or thinking knowing you know something that other people don't mm-hmm. or know the truth yeah the note being know the special truth. yeah yeah right in quotes but,
0: yeah. Well, it's very fascinating. That was the JFK thing was probably the, the most intriguing thing to me. There are a lot of, uh, you know, movies and stuff about JFK. But this little documentary, it 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 just had such better arguments. There's so much more logic. And they were using the, the information that was actually in that Warren report. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's it happened a long time ago, but you can still go back and you can read that. And this made the most amount of sense and based on some of the eyewitness testimony and and the ballistics which you know now we know a lot more about this kind of stuff um you know than before and then to be able to reenact it or recreate it in a digital form which they did in this documentary i'm really shocked that they couldn't
1: couldn't piece together the fragments enough to know what kind of round was used well, in the
0: one of the things i'm kind of concerned about is, you know, the, the potential cover-up. Because if it was a, a Secret Service agent who had that final shot, and it was on accident, I mean, uh, yeah, it, that could be a real big story. Really well, big story.
1: Everybody in the dang car, we, you know, it'd be interesting to sit there and watch everybody else. Mm-hmm. Because I'm telling you, even if it was suppressed, you know, so there's still sound in it, other people in that car is going to be like, yeah. Oh, gun went off, gunfire. That's that's like red flag for them to react, and you know you. So I would like to see if you would have to see other reactions to people, or even his face if mm-hmm. he was like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know that even if it was yeah. a funny reaction. But yeah. But I will tell you, that is so easy to do. I follow a bunch of guidelines when I go out shooting, and I'm glad I do because. There's times when I will have my finger on a trigger, and I'm like shooting, 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 and I, I just kind of look over the side and say, hey, you know what, buddy? And didn't mm. even know. Didn't even know that my my hand just had to move that little bit. Yeah.
0: Your finger was still on the trigger, and right. you looked away.
1: That's yeah. why I always have it pointed in a safe direction. Yeah. So if there is an issue, it goes off in a safe direction. Yeah. But uh but it's a very it, common it, mistake. Like I, another one I had, I was shooting and I was wearing gloves, and so you know, get, you, getting the feel of the trigger is a lot different. And one of my guns has got the smoothest trigger there is, and and just fire it off around I'm like, mm-hmm. I wasn't ready for that. I didn't re- it didn't wasn't. Re- I mean, little yeah. things you know yeah I mean, well and you never desensitizes know desensitizes your your finger maybe wore gloves that day yeah well and you it's never fatter know in the trigger guard if you know.
0: if that uh, secret service agent had been used to using an ar-15 or not you never know so well dave let's uh close yeah. up the show what do you say sounds good okay uh for those of you listening if you don't mind tell a friend uh let us let them know about the show we'd love to grow our audience If you want to send us some topics, uh, find us at anchor.fm. You can send us a voicemail or you can send us an email at mailbag at com. or follow us on Twitter huh? at The NTS Podcast.
1: Yep, while we're still there. Yeah, while we're still there. Yeah,
0: (laughs) shout out to you six people who are following us. (laughs) All right, well, until we see you next time, take care. And be safe.